0: Third session for the workbook, uh, WorkingsingleMom.com's Field Guide to Changing the Game. We are um I'm recording the video for you. It's about oh, about 1.30 on Wednesday afternoon. This will go up at 7 on the Facebook page, it'll go up on YouTube, and we are also recording the live audio um for our podcast platform. So Welcome in everybody that's watching or listening. We are going to go through the final pages of the workbook. Um, it is the dot field.com's field guide to changing the game for 2020. You can purchase this on Amazon and you can also download it completely for free from the website. So go to the theworkingsinglemom.com, click the picture of the book itself that you'll see, and um, you can download it as a PDF file for absolutely for free, you can print it out. If you do want it in a workbook format, you can purchase it on amazon.com and the link for that is there as well. Um, So there are two other videos, there is a part one and a part two, and this is part three. So part one and part two are both up, um, let's see, part two is up on the YouTube page um, part 1 is up on the YouTube page, and the raw audio from Part 2 is on the podcast platform. I didn't record the raw audio for Part 1. I had the idea to do that after I did the first one. So if you are watching this on Facebook and you have other friends that might want to download the workbook and you want to work with it, you are welcome to go to YouTube and see the videos Part 1, 2, and 3, which we are doing right now. So we ended part two with uh, the listing process. I basically walked you through the tools that I offer um, for changing the game, for getting things in your life to be different from going from the place in your life where you are now to really where you want to be for 2020. Um, And we talked about those seven steps and I walked you through them. We talked about Um, The listing procedures and bookending your days and being accountable and writing things down. Um, Talked about how you should choose your words wisely. Responding versus reacting using the index card exercise in session one. We talked about 2019. Kind of walked you through all of what that means for everybody and how to complete the year. Um in a powerful way and move on to creating your 2020. So today we're talking about changing the game for 2020. So this is pretty much what the whole second half of the workbook is about from page 33 on. Um, Talk about what was your income in 2019? What would you like your income to be for 2020? And if you want to up your income, what are some ideas that you might have for New revenue streams for yourself. So side hustles, you know, there's a million and one things you can do to make extra income. When people are worried about money, I'm always encouraging people to number one, make sure that you're managing the money that you have in an appropriate fashion. And number two, um, looking to see how you can create more income, right? So most people go to what can I cut and how can I cut back? And as a prosperity teacher for all these years, um, I'm interested in you managing your finances responsibly, but also looking to see how you can create more so you can create more money for yourself to do the things that you want to do for you, your family and your kids and all of that. So um, and I ask, what do you want to read in 2020 and what do you want to be watching? Are there things that you want to learn? What have you been directing your attention to? And is that working for you? Of course, what you spend your time thinking about is what you will create more of. So what do you spend your time on? When you have time to spend this extra, what are you spending it on? And is that working for you? Um, Are you getting the results from your life that you want? So then we talk about how are you framing your historic stories? And I once did a whole live broadcast on that. Um, So we'll just we'll just give a few minutes to this particular question. So we all have things in our lives that occurred for us that weren't, um, weren't what we would call favorable circumstances. Some of them include abuse or um, addiction or you know things that we'd rather not repeat. And so what matters is how you talk about those things going forward into the future, because of course what happened in the past happened, we can't change that. You can change how you interact with that going forward into the future. So in other words, if you are always talking about what a victim you were in that circumstance and how horrible it was, and if that's something that you bring up in conversation repeatedly, um, you're framing that historic story and you're holding yourself kind of in a victim posture, right? Or are you? And so you just want to take a look at that. You want to take a look at how you share your stories and how you tell the story and how you're holding yourself in that story because whatever we call a thing, it will become. So not like whatever happened back there wasn't whatever it was. More like you don't want that to hold you back walking into the future. So you don't want to be a victim of your past, right? You want to let the past somehow have contributed to you, made you stronger, and have it help you Move forward into the future so take a look at how you're framing your historic stories and if you're holding yourself as a victim in those stories and whether or not that's working for you um, and I talk about given that your health is your most vital asset um, what's your current weight what's your goal weight what will you do to reach that goal and what boundaries do you need to establish for yourself in 2020 to stay healthy and sane um, For me, um, realizing that I can't fix and save people is a huge boundary issue because I am a fixer and a saver. And um, over the last few years, I've really come to understand that I can't fix and save anybody, that they have to save themselves. And it's not my job to do it. Not not only that, but I can't do it. Um, We ask, where do you need to start saying no? Um, where can you give back and make a difference this year because of course contributing to other people um, is is a great way to contribute for one and it's also a great way to get you out of your own way I find that when I am working on doing something for someone else I don't have a lot of time to think about my own personal grievances and most of that stuff just ends up taking care of itself as I'm trying to help other people Um, then I ask you what are the five most important things that you have learned in the last ten years? So I will share my five with you. Um, one, I can't fix or save anyone. Two, people have to learn their own lessons. Three, watch circumstances, history, and actions, not words. So when you encounter someone in your life and you know they're telling you all kinds of whatever, great things, maybe they want to be your boyfriend or your girlfriend, or they want to be a part of your life and they want to be your friend, you need to look at not only, you need to not only watch their actions, but you need to kind of be aware of what their history is and how they language that history, kind of how they frame it, right, from the question that we just asked a few minutes ago, and then what kind of circumstances surround them, because I'm sure that you all know people in your lives that They just seem to have like drama that follows them around. They have dramatic circumstances, or they're always having something catastrophic happen, or you know, a person's energy creates what they attract. So be mindful of that, something to pay attention to. And I've learned that over the last five years quite a bit because it used to be that, you know, people would come and they'd have all these circumstances and I'd want to fix them and save them, and I would think that. I would think that I would be able to and I wasn't paying attention to how long those things had been with them or the drama that they were creating on a daily, monthly, weekly basis for themselves and how committed they were to that and recognizing that really nothing that I could do was going to change that or fix that for them. Um, Point number four for me is my physical health. It's my most important asset and I need to take that really seriously. Watching some people in my family suffer um, over these last few years from not taking care of themselves brings this one to mind a lot more sharply than it used to be and I'm really paying attention to that. And the fifth thing is pay yourself first and put money away. If I had followed that principle when I was, you know, 19 or 20, if someone had really taught me financial literacy at that point point. I would be a very wealthy woman right now, even if I had just put, you know, five, ten dollars a week away. And we're going to talk more um, as we move forward into 2020. I'm going to start doing some live free events around the United States. Um, we're going to do a program called Revealing Excellence. Um, we're going to be offering it for free, and um, we're going to talk about, you know, things like. How to present yourself at a job interview and how to sharpen up your resume and how to think about starting your own business and financial literacy, how to manage your finances effectively, and we're going to talk about what it means to pay yourself first, even if you say you don't have the money like we're pretty confident that everyone could find five dollars a week to put away and anyway, so that's one of the most important things that I've learned in the past five years so Then we ask, what is the absolute best thing about you? And what do you love about yourself right now? So I will share with you my answers to those questions. Um, The absolute best thing about me is my determination and my opinion and my ability to produce results. What I love about myself right now. I had to really think about that because I don't actually really think much about myself. I'm constantly, um, you know, sort of head down doing what I need to do. I think that my answer to that question would be that I continue to keep going no matter what. No matter what, no matter what, no matter what, I just keep going. Um, What do you want to change this year? For me it's to be more disciplined, I need to work out more, I need to do a to-do list every day and keep my desk clean. Um, And then I ask you in five years what do you want your life to look like Um, and what are you doing now that supports that vision? And what are you doing now that stands in the way of that vision? And how do you sabotage yourself? Um, One of the ways I sabotage myself is I'm a huge procrastinator, and I'm not using my daily to-do list, and therefore I'm not really managing myself well. And this has been—if you are listening and are watching this and you follow me—I've been talking about this since 2014. (laughs) This is one of my biggest sticking points. And I am determined in 2020 to take a whack at this one. Um, I ask you what your top 10 priorities are. And if they line up with the vision that you have for yourself in five years, uh, what would you do if you couldn't fail? Um, For me, it would be to do more work helping people. And I would create things and programs that help people get out of their own way, which probably you're saying, but I already do that. And I do do that, but it's not how I make my living. and if I lived in my perfect scenario, I would be able to make the kind of income that I make doing my business consulting and project management, but I would be able to make that just um, helping people and creating programs for people. So then um, I ask you, if you were a superhero, what would your name be and what would your superpower be? And I had thought about that one for a little while. So I think it would be Dragon Girl would be my name. And rearranging time to allow do-overs for people, I feel like is what I would want my superpower to be because time is the one thing we can't get back. And I think when um, people pass away or when something happens that we are, you know, we are all stuck with moments that we wish we could have a do-over and we don't get that opportunity. Um, And I'd love to be able to give... People that opportunity Um, what is your legacy is my question the next question and my legacy is to teach people that possibility exists and then the question is are you living like that and yes I actually am Um, what do people remember about you in 2020 what are you going to give yourself permission to do Um, who do you want to be when you grow up (laughs) and why and how can you be more like that now And then I ask, um, what is your biggest fear? What do you really want to do? If you could make a living doing whatever you wanted, what would that be? I like people who are blank, and your favorite thing in the world is blank. So I like people who are authentic. My favorite thing in the world is drinking coffee and looking at the water, like sitting on a deck or something, or a balcony, just looking out at the water. Um, And my biggest fear is getting stuck in the way that things look in the moment. So I I advocate for that a lot with you guys on all my videos. Don't judge anything by the way that it looks in the moment. And I think when I allow fear to come up on me, it's because I'm judging by the way that everything looks right now, and I'm forgetting that I can control my response to that. And and by doing that, I can change what's coming next. Um, What would you like to be, do, and have? What's stopping you? Um, pretty much the only thing in the way of me is me right now, and I know that there's areas that I need to be more disciplined, and so I'm really, like I said, in 2020, I'm, that's my goal is to take a real crack at that for myself. What would you tell your 20-year-old self? Um, I would tell my 20-year-old self to save money, to invest money, um, even just a little bit at a time on a consistent basis, And I would also tell my 20-year-old self to realize her worth. Because if I had done that early on, I feel like I would have had a whole different story. Um, My word for 2020 is impact. Um, For me to continue to make an impact and to be impactful in everything that I do. My friend Stacy... um, She actually had a post on Facebook this morning where she chose this word for herself and I hadn't chosen a word yet and I know that I needed to do that for this video so I asked her if she minded if I took her word um, because when I read the definition of impact it really fits for me as well. Um, What are the five things that you appreciate most about yourself? I'll share those with you. Um, My generous heart, my love for people, my tenacity, the fact that I don't ever give up, and the fact that I'm solution-oriented. And then, finally, I ask you, what is your historic script running you right now under everything? And if you go back to the seven ways to create good fortune that I did about a year ago, and there are Facebook videos um, up in our video section, I talked about this. I talked about what is... um, What is the historic script that's running you and it could be like money doesn't grow on trees or you're not good enough, thin enough, pretty enough, smart enough. You can't do it. Life is hard. There was probably something in your childhood that you picked up from your parents or the people around you and you adopted it as your own and it is actually the script underneath everything that's running your life. It could be that you're not worthy. It could be that you're not worth anything. It could be that, it could be anything. So I just ask you to take a look at that to sort of see what is that, what is the thing that's running under everything? What's that historic script that's running your life? And it's only running your life because you don't realize that it's there. And then I have you create a new script um, that you will read to yourself every single day and that is comprised of all of the things and ways that you want to be in 2020 made up as sentences and put into a script like as if you were reading um as if you were reading a short story on how your life is every morning like i wake up and i'm energized and i always have plenty of money and i have great ideas and i'm working out and i'm eating what works for me And um, I have plenty of patience for my children and like all the ways that you want to be That you're not being and all the things that you envision for yourself for 2020 Written like they're already happening that they're already in the present moment and written like a script a context that you can read every day Um, And that pretty much is it that's the entire workbook Um, I give you a daily prescription for changing the game I, um, suggest that you grab a change the game partner to hold you accountable to your daily practice. And, um, and I tell you to review the workbook and and your lists and everything once a month to remind yourself of all the things that you want to create and all of the things that you feel that you've learned and all of the things that you're grateful for, um, So, again, you can get the workbook for free download on the site, theworkingsinglemom.com, or you can buy it on Amazon. Um, We will be live with Coffee Chat on Sunday morning. If you missed uh, the first video and the second video for the workbook, you can find them both on Facebook Live and on YouTube. You can get the audio on our podcast channel for... um, Session two and session three. And at this point, we're going to say goodbye to our podcast folks.